0: It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another special edition of Nightcap Basketball Edition. I'm your favorite sports unk, Shannon Sharp. He's your favorite number zero, agent zero, Sir. the greatest wildcat hooper. In NCA history, Gilbert Arenas, Hibachi Agent Zero. Please make sure you subscribe to the Nightcap podcast feed. You can also get it through Club Shay Shay, but Nightcap does have its own podcast feed. Also, you can like and subscribe to Gil's Arena channel on YouTube. The show airs Monday through Thursday, live, 1130 a.m. Pacific, 2.30, uh, 230 p.m. Eastern time. That's Monday through Thursday, 11.30 a.m. Pacific, 2.30 uh, p.m. Eastern Time. We've also pinned Shea Laportier at the top of the chat. You know, Valentine's Day right around the corner. You got the Super Bowl right around the corner. You got St. Patrick's Day. We got some other special holidays also. But just go out and get yourself a bottle for you or someone special in your life. Ladies, you get your guy a bottle of that for Valentine's Day. He will greatly appreciate it and you'll thank me later. Gil, let's jump right into this ball game. The Lakers beat the Mavs 127-110. D-Lowe Outstanding Night, 29 points, 5 or 7 from 3. A.D., 28 points, 12 rebounds, 9 assists. Mm-hmm. LeBron, 25, 8 and 8 in 33 minutes. Austin Reeves, 14 points on 2 or 2 from 3, mm-hmm. 7 assists. Luca had a triple-double, 33, 13 and 10. Kyrie, after that nasty spill, came back to score double figures, 12 points. What did you like about what you saw from the Lakers tonight?
3: Um, I'm loving the lineup. I'm not even going to lie. You know, um, just as a Hooper, just as a Hooper who's been there, who's been a scorer, you know, you put more, you know, offensive power on the floor, it kind of helps the stars. So the fact that, you know, the last three games, you know, our two guards, which is, you know, Reeves and D'Lo has been putting up big numbers. That, yes, it was A.D. and LeBron. Rest. They don't have to just, you know, tote all that weight. So, I mean, the last three games, 58 from those two, 29, and tonight, 43, which is what the Lakers need. They need that type of output from two other players on the team.
1: So this is a new starting lineup. d Austin Reeves in the backcourt with LeBron, A.D., and Tate, Torian Prince in the front court. So you like this starting lineup. You feel to give them more offensive firepower so LeBron and AD doesn't have to shoulder so much of the scoring when you have guys when you have guys like Cam and you have guys like Vando in the starting lineup.
3: Yes, of course. I mean, you, you can't put bench players in a starting lineup, but then they're going to be starters. No, they're bench players, right? <laughs> they're just got getting started a minute, so it kind of hurts the star player when you have guys that's in there that actually can't contribute in the way that you need, you know. And that's what the lineup was hurting uh, during this stretch after the end season tournament. So the fact that he's went back to his original lineup, you know, we we should see a better product out there.
1: I like what I saw from D.Lo tonight. He seemed like he was a lot more aggressive. He seems a lot more confident. And I think he's a guy that you have to show confidence in because it seems like he's, e- it is easy to break his confidence. When you start jacking with his minutes, you play him two or three minutes and you pull him out when he makes a bad pass or he misses a, a shoots an air ball. It, 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 it jacks with his mind. If you watch him tonight and you see how aggressive he was from start to finish, looking to get his shot, looking to get downhill, did a great job of, uh, uh, of doing the inbound pass to uh, to AD, the entry pass to AD. Mm-hmm. I thought he was sensation. I thought it was him and AD that really got the Lakers off to the start that they needed. Yeah, I've always said it, man. I said you know a pit bull without a leash is more
3: scarier than a pit bull with one. So when okay. you're there, you know uh, yanking players out. You know, whenever they make a mistake, they don't want to be aggressive. They just want to be in there, not making mistakes, versus just going out there, just being themselves. So the fact that the last three games, you know, D'Lo's got to be, you know, who we who who we know him to be, you know, um, has been has been helping.
1: With this starting lineup, D'Lo, Reeves, LeBron, Torian, and AD, what should we expect moving forward? Forward with this off with this lineup, I think more consistent
3: play. Right. Um, you know, we're going to be able to keep up with faster teams, teams that like to score. Um, I'm fine with Prince in the lineup, depending on who we're playing against. But, you know, as long as he's aggressive, my thing is just be aggressive. It's like being a receiver, right? You're not getting the ball, still run the route like we're going to get it to the ball. Right. You know, you you. you some guys don't want, well, if they ain't getting the ball, they're going to like, oh, I ain't even, you know, which dictates right. the deep. If you run your route how you're supposed to, even though you're not getting it, it helps the rest of the team. As long as he's taking the shots that are open and, and making himself a threat,
1: I'm fine with him in that lineup. I love what I'm seeing from Anthony Davis. Not only has he been in the starting lineup, he's only missed, what, two or three ball games? I love his aggressiveness. This is the Anthony Davis that we need to see. A guy that's giving us 26, 27 points on a nightly basis, giving us somewhere between 12 and 10 and 15 rebounds on a nightly basis. And now he's added the assist to his game because he almost had a triple-double tonight and uh, I wish – uh, D. Ham would have left him in the game and let him get that one more assist, so he could have had a triple double. Mm. But I love what I'm seeing from Anthony Davis. He's aggressive. He's defending. You know, he's playing both. He always plays both ends. But I like, like, hold on, man, this guy can't guard me, man. Let me get this Krispy Kreme and 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 the hot sign is on. So let me let me let me cook it. Yeah, 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 he got he got new
3: legs this year. I mean, he was he was Bambi legs for the last two years, you know, you know, anything from the waist down, we don't know who legs was those. You know, that might the his mama side of the family because you know, he got his daddy side this year. He got his daddy legs this year. So, uh, you know, it's he's been playing great, playing consistent. You know, it was never his play that we was worried about. It was just can he be on the floor and he has proven that. So, we 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 in good
1: money. Yeah, this is the Anthony Davis that we saw when he originally got to the Lakers in 2020. This is a consistent Anthony Davis giving us points, rebounds, defending on the defensive end. And he's like I said, he's adding assists on a nightly basis, doing a better job of passing the basketball. So this is a guy, as long as we're gonna get this kind of look, I'm not expecting D to give us 29 on a nightly basis, mm-hmm. but I am expecting him to be aggressive on a nightly basis. And then you let the chips fall where they may, Gil. As long as you're aggressive, look to put pressure on the defense. And AD and LeBron, hey, they're going to get what they're going to get. They're going to get theirs. They're going to give you somewhere between 50 and 60 points on a nightly basis. Now, can you come to the table? Give us somewhere between 17 and 20. Austin Reeves is going to be Austin Reeves on a nightly Mm -hmm. basis. And now we're going to ask the bench. We're going to ask guys like Torian Prince. We're going to ask Roy. We're going to ask Christian Woods. Okay, AC-Dub, we need you to pitch in tonight. Give us 12 and 6. Yeah,
3: I think sometimes players get in their own heads when, you know, they don't know what their role is. And, you know, I try to always tell players, look, play play the style that makes you scary to guard, Okay. right? Be that person. Like, if you're playing against Steph Curry, what makes you fear him? Him being aggressive. Then you be aggressive. Correct. Right? You know, the easiest person to guard is a guy that you know is not going to do nothing tonight, right? He's mad at the coach, he's mad at the team, he's sitting there pouting. That's the easiest assignment in the world. If I can read your, if I can read the box sheet and know how you play the game, you need to switch it up. Meaning, all right, you got twelve shots, eight of the twelve were threes, right? You got no free throws. Okay, you're a jump shooter. Right, so I know when you drive, you're gonna pull up. You're never gonna go all the way, or you're gonna sit there and shoot the three. Don't be, don't be stat sheet guardable, right? And that's that's where lo then was a uh, was at the be uh, at the at in the middle in the middle of the in, in the middle of the season.
1: Yeah, because if you look at it, you know Luca's gonna be aggressive. Yeah, you know Kyrie's yeah. looking to get his, so you need to keep pressure on them. Yeah, so make them guard. Don't let don't let them have so much energy on the offensive end that they punish you. On your defensive end, yes. And make them, make them guard. Take a little sting. i mean, look. Luca's gonna get his. Mm. Kyrie, you know, Kyrie had an off night shooting the ball tonight, but you know, on a given night, he can go get thirty or forty in the drop of a uh, drop of a hat and make it look easy doing it. And we know Luca. Luca make the the difficult looks routine. Yeah, because some of the shots that he's gonna hit, but you can't get frustrated. Guys like Luca, it's easy to get frustrated because you look at him like how the hell you make that. Man, I I mean we got two guys on you, and basically it seemed like you closed your eyes and you hit it from 30 feet. But you can't get frustrated. Just keep going back at it. Just don't get out of character. Don't get out of uh, uh don't get out of the scheme of what you're trying to do offensively, but you got to make those guys work on the defensive end because if they don't, they're gonna punish you when they have the ball.
3: Yeah, guys like like Luca, guys like Shea, guys like Curry, um, uh even Dame, right? You have to hunt them because they're coming in there hunting you right Right. you got to be the aggressor you got to hit them in the mouth first you got to play that reverse psychology game on them you know first play the game hey i'm going at him iso like you got to play games with these guys and let them think that's going to be a long night right and that that was always my approach anytime i played against a very high
1: level guard i attacked first right I'm looking at points in the paint, the Lakers dominated 62 to 46. Second chance points was tied, both had 14. Fast break points, the Lakers dominated 32 to 7. Mm. And that, you got to look to get easy baskets. You got to get to look e- easy baskets. Yeah, Lucas not the fastest. He ain't the fastest, some bitch in the world. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, them fast break
3: points ain't going to really come like that with them. Uh, no. And that's weird because they're a small ball team, so they should be pushing the ball a lot more. But your best player is not as fast, so it should be one of those things where it outlets the uh, Kyrie first, let him go. If he doesn't have anything, then give it to look at, you know, once the game, slow, uh, once the uh, possession slows down and let him do his thing.
1: Well, the Lakers should feel good. Look, they beat two uh, good decent ball clubs, OKC. We know what they represent with Shea just yeah. and they just beat the uh, the the Mavericks in back-to-back home games. So uh, they should feel good up next home games against Brooklyn and Portland. These are the type of games. This is where you, if you were sick, this is the game. These are the games where you get healthy. Hmm. Now, Brooklyn's not easy because Cam Thompson, Cam Thomas can put points on the board. Uh, Claxton does a great job of rim running, and he's a nice defender. And uh, uh, Mikael Bridges, mm-hmm. he does a great job of scoring also. But you gotta have these games, Brooklyn and Portland. You gotta be able to bag these. You gotta get on a nice little rent streak, make you feel good about yourself, Gil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know,
3: right now, you know, this could be, you know, after the last two wins, this could be like a four-game winning streak. Yeah, for sure. It really get some momentum, and this is what you need, especially you know where where we are as a, as an organization. And I'm acting like I own a goddamn team, right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I them- <laughs> Since
1: cold when I was in high school, so I feel like I'm part of this shit too. Up. Huh? Right. And yeah. I think the thing is, plus you know, look, put pressure on Rob and Genie. Like, hey, hey, I can get this done. Don't, don't trade me. I yeah, want to yeah. be here. Yeah. Because, look, now contracts are, are eligible to be, to be moved. Mm-hmm. And the trade deadline is fast approaching. Teams are looking to make a move because this is the last opportunity that they have before the summer. So this is the last opportunity to make a move, a championship contending move is right now. Yeah. And so, know, and, and 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 to be
3: honest, Lakers still got to be careful with what they trade, um, if they are going to try to make a trade. Because now you're really getting to see what type of team you have, and you right. two have a nice, nice starting five. Right, right. You have a legit starting five, so you have to be careful on who you decide to move if you're going to make a move. Um, you still need to beef up your bench. Like right now, yes, you can see you don't have any points off the bench, and that's why you were trying to junk up the lineup. So going out there to get one of those high-level guards who can just put the ball in the basket— That you have that in woods, but you probably need a guard that can do that too, just to just to you know uh, mix things up when you need those type of players.
1: Right, the consistent points that you had coming off the bench, you just inserted into your starting lineup with Austin Reeves. Yeah, so he was the guy that was giving you somewhere between twelve and sixteen points on a nightly basis off the bench. Now you lose that because you've inserted him into the starting lineup to give you more firepower to go with your starting five. So I agree with you on that situation. Are they gonna? What are they going to move and what are they willing to give up? They really don't have anything but that 2029 uh, first round pick. 2029. I mean, that's a hard. long way. <laughs>
3: hey, that's so long for I man. Hey, get that up, man. God damn. <laughs> get that up.
1: Get that up. Twenty twenty nine. get that up. You don't know what the hell's going to happen in 2029. Ramona Shelburne released an article this morning about Kyrie wanting to team up with LeBron. You think the Lakers regret not pursuing Kyrie more aggressively? It, it, OK, when it first when it first came out, it was
3: Kyrie was recruiting LeBron. Right. Come on. Right. Um, right. I don't this is like this is like a breakup man. it's like X, right? It's like an X. I don't know if this has been in jlo though. I don't know if this has been in J Lo. I don't know if they're gonna get they got back together after all them years. Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna get back together and um, you know, make it happy this time, you know, especially, right. you know, Kyrie that he's he's technically the J-Lo in this sense right. where the last couple of relationships ain't go so well for you, my guy, right? Correct. You know, LeBron's looking like, man, I done messed up. Um I don't think they were willing to pay for what Kyrie was bringing at that moment in time. You know, I right. didn't understand who he was, even though this is where he lives, would have been great for the for for the Lakers. Um, it would have took off a lot of pressure from A.D. and LeBron. Right. Um, but how much do you give up for him? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that. Because here's the thing. I, I think the thing is that when you go back and look at it, you probably regret moving the pieces to get Russ as opposed to not giving up the pieces to get Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Because if you still had those pieces, maybe you're in play for Kevin Durant. Not saying KD would have wanted to come to L.A. and team up with LeBron, but at least you have pieces in order to do that if there was some for some God, unforeseen reason that he did want to come to L.A. And like, you know what? Hey, for the next three years, I'll go play with A.D. and LeBron and we'll see what happens. But because you moved assets to get Russ, and that didn't work out, now you're like, okay, we really... Because you'd already given up a king's ransom to get AD, mm-hmm. which was well worth it because you won a championship and you needed that. So you, don't, I have no problem giving up Ingram and giving up all those guys what they gave up to get Anthony Davis, and even the, what, the two or three first-round picks that they gave up. But when you also had to give up picks and assets to get Russ... Now you're greatly limited in what you can do moving forward. So when pieces like this become available, a Kyrie, potentially a Kyrie, a KD, a Dame Lillard, you don't have any money to go purchase anything.
3: Yeah, that 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 Westbrook. If we erase everyone's memory and put them back in that decision, they're gonna do it again because at that moment in time, Rush... Just averaged a triple double. <laughs> he just averaged a triple double that year. Going to beal like everywhere he went, he meshed with the, the the star, right? So you didn't see a clash with him and LeBron's style, right? You f- I did him and him in the pick and roll with him and AD. You figured that that this would be a great fit, right? Um. It's hard to say that it, it... Okay, we know on record it failed. But I always believe in what happens if they're all... If they stayed healthy, what would they have looked like? Yeah, they would have been struggling from the, the shooting because, you know, Russ Russ didn't shoot the ball like that. He can't shoot the ball like that. Um, just, it's not that he don't practice it. No one's... It's just not his game. It. So, with basketball players, there's certain players that if they're not taught at a young age, to learn how to go from type 2 uh, fibers to type 1 when you're shooting, right? they don't know how to slow their motor down to pull up for a nice jumper. So right. some of those speed demons, if they're not taught at a young age to go fast to slow down for that jumper, they're never going to learn how to shoot a jump shot. So okay. him, Ben Simmons, they don't know how to stop to shoot that jumper. So they're going to always be no matter how many shots they take in practice, looks great. When the game time stuff starts and you rev that Bugatti engine up, oh, no, nah, yeah, you 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 brick, brick, brick. And that's that's the problem with them, too.
1: Do you think if Russ would have been accepting of the role like he has with the Clippers, it would have worked better? Could he have come off the bench for the Lakers as opposed to being in the starting lineup? What could have been? What could have been different? Let's just say everybody stays healthy. LeBron doesn't get nick. AD doesn't miss, you know, 30, 40 games. LeBron ends up missing some time also. If what was the best case scenario in order for these three to 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 strive to get to to to, 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 to thrive together? Uh, it was ordering. It was it was
3: all uh, in vinegar from the beginning because the rust. Today, the rust today wasn't the rust that summer, right? Right. You know, the rust that summer was a triple-double guy. Mm -hmm. You're going to tell a triple-double guy to come off the bench for Reeves, insulting, and that was the problem. When the, the ideal of, hey, come off the bench and he's looking around for who. I don't want to even come off the bench for LeBron James, goddamn it. That's his ego at the time. LeBron James AD. I don't know who's <coughs> the one, but I guarantee I'm number two in this motherfucker right here. Right? right. Coming off for this dude. No, no, no. The reality check that hit him, the booze at home. He had to really process everything that went in. And then we went to the Clippers and they embraced him. He sat back and said, "All right, coming off the bench ain't that bad. All right, fellas, this is what I'll do." And it was his idea, but it had to take that type of ass swooping from the media, the fans, and reality. The Laker fans, you know the re- it's just the the reality of I'm not the triple double guy any, anymore. They don't need me to be that guy, right? I can still get my my, my shit off if I need to, but it's we're a better team. If I can control the second unit and let Harden start, that was not happening with the Lakers. Same thing right. with D'Lo, right?
1: Same thing with D'Lo and Reeves. They're sitting there looking at two dudes that they're not. That they're not. That, that that's not better than them. Yes.
3: And what was the difference between Russ and them? Nothing. They were doing the same thing. Yo, you got two
1: dudes in here that nah. They had the same problems. Do you think? There's a different expectation of Russ with the Clippers as opposed with the Lakers, which makes it a lot easier because he was expected to come in and basically, I don't think he was going to be able to do that. But the fans thought he could be able to do that, average a triple double with LeBron with LeBron and AD, and it's just he's not going to have the ball in his hands enough to do it. Yeah, it was a it was you're you're walking
3: into a fail, right? Especially since you're 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 not the number one option. Right. Um, right. You're coming in. You're the triple double guy. If you don't average a triple double, the same triple double you average a year before, it's going to be a failure anyway. Especially if we're not we're not winning. There's no respect right. of these. Your, your second guess for Country Wayne following Cat. Right. Right. It's <laughs> a it's a great interview. Yes. But you're not Cat. God damn it. Like. Right. Uh, Whoever followed that performance was gonna fail no matter what because that was a performance. We're yes. expecting like I know I know he was like man let me let me redo mine let me redo mine real quick let me go back into the studio uh, right right and that's that, that's how Russ is you get here with the, we just won you the high level you need to come out and, and be triple double if not we booing you
1: and that's what happened and that right. hurt his feelings because right. I know it hurt mine yeah because that's the te- look. And there's nothing, the Clippers are the Clippers. But his whole dream, his hometown team was the Lakers. Shaq and Kobe winning championships Mm -hmm. and him going to the parade and seeing that. And so his lifelong dream, if he was going to play, and if I got an opportunity to play for the Lakers, oh man, that's going to be an unbelievable feeling. Mm -hmm. That's going to be great. And then when he gets here, the one thing about Laker, the Laker fans, Laker Nation, you better win. They don't give a damn what you did for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Ask LeBron. When LeBron, you remember every time they try to put a mural up on LeBron, somebody would deface it. Really? It's like he hadn't done anything with us. Uh huh. We won't. <laughs> and that's just the way it is. And so even though Russ was a hometown kid, there's like none of them triple doubles. That MVP, none of that happened in purple and gold. So until he does something in the purple and gold, we're not, we not, we not jumping up and down because you're a hometown kid. Yeah, that, that you know, Los Angeles is
3: the type of city that needs to see you grow. Right? They need mm-hmm. to see you from here to here to really like understand, appreciate your your path. A D won a championship. Yes. We still booing you. Yes. Nah, we don't like this performance. You won a championship for us, and we're still not happy with what you're doing. Right? Because you you didn't build nothing here. You came here. You are rental property here, <laughs> right? right? So like the the Kobe's, the Magics, and stuff like that. You have to put in years for us to respect those years. Yeah. You
1: know, you and better to big, be a Clipper. It's easy to be the Clipper. And Ad, what he has working against him is that he's a big. And every great big, with the exception of Russell, has played for the Lakers. Yeah. So you got Chamberlain, you got Mike, and you got Kareem, you mm-hmm. got Shaq. So you got all the bigs. So that's what you're up against. So if you don't dominate for basically a decade, they're like, man, what are you? Man, come on. Yep.
3: Yeah, man, it's gonna take a decade.
1: It's gonna take a decade for for us to re- <coughs> right
3: because that's- we had Shaq. Right? Yes, you know we we had the big fella, so
1: you know that's that's our last great big man, and nah, or even or even Powell. Powell won two championships with Kobe, mm-hmm. and although he was not as dominant as uh as Shaq and Kareem, obviously you're talking about you know transcendent figures with Shaq and Kareem and Chamberlain and Mike Michael in Minneapolis. But when you play a position, the Lakers are known for bigs. Mm-hmm. That's what they're known for. Yeah. They're known for bigs, mm-hmm. and when you play, when you play, and you're big, and you come to LA, they think domination. They think it's Shaq. They think it's Kareem. They think it's Chamberlain. That's what they're thinking, and so you give them twenty, you give them twenty five and twelve. They're like, and, <laughs> and,
3: <laughs> we booed the White Howard who shouldn't have been playing, averaged seventeen and twelve, made the All Star game. We booed him in Houston. <laughs> with a, with a and he was in L.A. with a bad back shouldn't have been playing shouldn't have been playing at all he wanted to play so bad average 17 and 12 was the second best player on our team and we booed him out of here that hurt that hurt the franchise for, for a couple of years
1: right do you uh, do you think Kyrie and LeBron will ever reunite nah. or is it too late nah nah it's too late I mean
3: If Kyrie needs once another championship, possibly, but the youth that they both had, they had youth on their side, you know. Yes. When when Kyrie left, it was no. What I understand what Kyrie was thinking, right? Same thing Kobe was thinking, right? Right. Y'all y'all don't think I'm that good by myself. Right, I'm doing all these game winners. I'm t- I'm carrying us the last three minutes, but he's getting all the credit. Oh, I need my own team, and it ain't it ain't been working out ever since. No, because w- what you see you doing, you're not seeing what he's doing. The last three minutes of your greatness is because the last the the first forty five was his. Right. Getting the team involved, making sure everyone was in the right position for you to dominate. Right. Right. That's what made those type of guys great. That's what made Magic great. That's what even made Michael Jordan great. Right. And I don't think at a young age, Kyrie knew that. He's been taking those lumps as he goes now. Now. Um but I don't think there's gonna be a reunion. This is not gonna be new edition. Uh, you're not gonna have the fat Bobby Brown coming out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no,
1: no. <laughs> because I mean, it's not, and I think sometimes players think it's easier to win and build a championship than it actually is. Yeah. Because he automatically assumed, okay, I'm gonna go link up with uh, KD, and this thing to take off. And then they end up getting James Harden. And said, for whatever reason, they couldn't stay healthy. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot more difficult because even when 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 um, when Kobe and sh- when Shaq split, it still took some years mm-hmm. before Kobe actually won a championship. And he had to get a team specific for that. You know, he needed a low-flow flair and power that he could dump it to down and that if he got fouled, he can go make free throws. He needed – he needed a, a Lamar Odom. He needed a metal world piece. He needed certain pieces to fit exactly who and what Kobe was. Yeah. Okay. There's two things that happens with us, right?
3: When we're when we're younger, we want to build our resume as a dominant player. Okay. So with Kobe, right? He he had the advantage of having Shaquille O'Neal in place, so. He got the win early. But the knock was, you're not Michael Jordan. You're not doing all this stuff. So he's like, right, well, 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 we'll remove these pieces then, right? So y'all can see, y'all can see what I am. Y'all can see what type of killer I am. Same thing with Kyrie, right? You win in the championships with LeBron in your early age, and you're like, nah, nah, y'all, y'all disrespecting me. Y'all don't have me as the number one guard and I'm that dude. So let me go get my own team. Right. And that's what happens to some players. You know, you get on these good teams and the the team greatness stunts the growth of the individual player when the individual player is trying to build his individual resume. Right. You know, it's easier for me like Luca right now. It's easy for me to do the damage now, then go be a winner later. If I'm a winner now and win, it's hard for me to build my resume after that because now you're expecting winning. When I'm trying to be selfish as an individual. Right.
1: Windhorse said today, I don't know what's going to happen with LeBron in 2025. I feel like LeBron is going to play next year, but I don't know if it's going to be for the Lakers. Do Could Ooh. you see a scenario in which LeBron is not playing in a Lakers uniform? Hell. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Brian Windhorse. He wrote an article today. He said it today. Oh, man,
3: he should be fired, man. Come on, man. You don't come all the way to L.A., man, get this good ass weather over here and then go back to something. No, no, that's not how that works. Once you get to the sunshine, you're doing anything to stay here. Right. Right. I don't know if y'all know what happens outside of L.A. It's cold out there.
1: Yeah, It's very cold. <laughs>
3: it's, it's cold, very cold. Out there in them streets. Them airports, it's cold. They're coming home and your whole car under snow. That happens when you come to L.A. You in Beverly Hills. Life seems it seems happier, right? Yes. It's happier when you walk outside and it's sunny versus it's snow and it's rainy and miserable, right? It's easy to just wake up and I mean, even though that smells like bud, but right, you know, <laughs> the palm trees, <laughs> <piece. laughs> right? You know what I mean? And, and right. So it's hard. Once someone gets to LA, it's really hard for them to just want to leave. You're
1: gonna have to trade LeBron. Well, I don't see that happening yeah. because he's still a draw. He's still playing at a. He's still playing at an extremely high level. He's averaging twenty five, seven and seven. Yeah. Uh, in year twenty one, and I'm sure there are a lot of other teams that would want him just for the draw. But he's not just a draw. He's still a damn good. I. I. For me, he's still a top ten player for me. Yeah. Th- look
3: one Polinka himself he don't have more power than LeBron right not in this NBA right so there's never going to be no scenario where he thinks he's just about to trade LeBron to any damn where right that's not happening right? right so if LeBron do leave, it's because LeBron traded himself there's no there's no scenario that Polinka or Jenny's gonna do. That doesn't have LeBron making the call 100%.
4: Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't.
1: The Celtics moved to 20-0 at home this season after beating the Spurs. Uh, should the East be worried about the Celtics? I mean, they... They are. Right?
3: You know, this this team has been Tatum and Brown. but <clears throat> They wanted to trade... You know, there was articles about getting rid of the two, breaking the two up, and it was only 23. I, I think... Right. I think people didn't realize that they were still so young and they have not hit their peaks yet. They're not even close to their peak. They're only 25 and 26. They still got three, four years before they're priming. So you have have guys right now that are on a mission, right? They've already tasted success at a young age and they're Mm -hmm. trying to get over that hump. So they are a real threat. Everyone else has tasted success. I mean, you know, Tatum is like, yo, I've been in the top three and MVP voting. I need to get over that hump, right? We need to get to the NBA finals. We need to win one. So they're on a different mission. If they don't win one this year, in the next two years, they going to have one.
1: Yeah. I mean, you look at what they did. They turned Marcus Smart uh, 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 and Robert Williams into Holiday and Porzingis. (laughs) With Malcolm Brogdon and then got Holiday and Prozingas. and the thing is they're deep. You know we understand about their starting five, but their bench, they just come at they just come at you in waves, and so they're be- it's going to be very difficult because I don't think anybody for depth purposes there's nobody in the East that can match it. Mm-hmm. I mean we understand what Joel and is, Joel and and Tyrese Maxey. now. I do like the way Tobias Harris has been playing thus far mm-hmm. because he's been a gir- a great third piece to go along with Joel Embiid and, 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 and Tyrese Maxley. But um, Milwaukee is going to be a major player. I, I believe Dame and, 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 and Giannis will only get better and better. Mm-hmm. But right now, I think it's the Celtics that are clearly the best team in the East. Uh, with, with, with Przingis, Tatum, holiday uh Brown and and Derek White because they, this this is the Derek white that we saw early in his career in San Antonio that everybody was saying okay man this look this dude here man because you remember that series he had against the uh, the nuggets I think it was the nuggets yeah and I think he was like a first or second year player and he went off yeah, I, I
3: think he's found his niche now. I think you know, last year he was more of a defensive player, made hero plays. But I think now he he he's found his two way in him. You know, last year's more of a you know one way guy. You know, trying to on yeah. that deep. Now he's a two way player. The reason I like Boston is they're so flexible in their lineups. Right, yes. they're always big. Right. And, you know, they can put a lineup out there, you know, uh, Tatum at the point, Jaden Brown at the two. They can put Porzingis at the three, Al Horford at the four, and Luke at the five if they wanted to. And right. just a big lineup. Right. They force you to try to figure out how to match it. Right. Right. And you know, Brown plays the two and he's just gonna see, he sits in the pose, hits you with the midi because most twos are small. So they have so many lineups that they can throw at you and still be like their small ball still has six ten and six eleven in it, which right. is crazy. Right, right. So the fact that you gave up a six, four power four for, for a seven, seven, one center. I don't know what they doing in in, in in Dallas. I don't know if anything is legal over there, but you had to be
1: <laughs> on it at the time you made this trade. Well, for, for, for whatever reason, it seemed like Prazinga's like, hey, I ain't getting no shots. Luca getting all the shots. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to play in the post. I want to play on the wing. And for the most part, they let him play wherever. Yeah, he can. I mean, because he's seven, seven, what, seven one, seven two. Can mm-hmm. shoot the three. Can put the ball on the floor. Got a nice mid range. But they're letting him play a style that's conducive for him being productive, mm-hmm. as opposed to say, nah, you seven one, get your butt down on the block, because that's not what he is. No,
3: yeah, you're right. And you know, I I know I know Washington gave him up. Um, Which, you know, with the team they had, he was a great piece for them. But, you know, when you look at the overall, it's like Boston got him, (laughs) right? And y'all got Greg. And that was technically the trade, no matter how that's the trade. And it's like, you really did all this to get a six four power forward. And I'm never giving up. I'm never giving up height for small. If I'm going to give up height, I'm giving height for height because you can't teach height. No. No, right. You know, I'm not I'm never going to trade. <coughs> I'm, I'm never going to trade my big for a guard unless my big has no talent and I can trick somebody to take it to get a high level player. But I'm not going to trade a talented big for some guard as just yeah. that just sounds dumb.
1: Yeah. I mean, for uh, for whatever reason, I mean, he, he's been an all star, but for whatever reason, he didn't he didn't catch on. I mean, I don't know him and Luca, for whatever reason, it didn't work. And like you said, he went to Washington, and then they moved on. But when you can turn Malcolm Brogdon, Robert Williams, and Marcus Smart into Holiday and Prazingis, you won that trade. You won that trade. That was an You won f- that f- trade. Because it doesn't look like Robert Williams ever going to be the same since he tried to come back and play on that knee. He mm-hmm. looks gimpy every since. And so I don't know if you're ever going to get the Robert Williams pre-injury because I thought he was a tremendous defensive player.
3: Yeah. What's so funny is they. they, they- yeah, yeah, we gotta watch them Celtics, boy. They've been, they've been, they've been, they've been. <laughs> been Play some guys and injured. Been training, training some bad product. That product, you know, it hip. Uh, oh, yep, he's yep. Good. Oh no, he look good. Stand up a little bit. Hey, look at him, right? Yeah. Good product right here, right? Yep. Con artists over there <laughs> in Boston. They did, yeah. They yeah. Train. They train anybody who's
1: getting hurt. They tr- they train that player out of there. Right. But you see, the thing is, the, the player the players are playing hurt. Yeah. And it's hurting their value. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas played injured with that labrum in his hip. He's never, he was never the same. Uh-huh. Robert Williams tried to come back early on that, that knee. He's never been the same. And I, 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 if I'm not mistaken, I think they had to go back in the knee again.
3: Yeah, it, man, listen, we're you, we, you're athlete, right? You yes. are saying we get hurt. If, if we can play, we were taught, if you can give 25%, 50%, that's better than his
1: 100%. Yes.
3: So we go out there 25%, 50% to help the team not really and hurt ourselves. The person that we're guarding is coming 100%. He don't give no no crap about our 50%. And nope. we, we end up going hurting ourselves because we're trying to stick somebody that's coming to hunt it one right at 50. And that you instead of just getting healthy and then going out there giving 100%. Right. We feel because we can still play this game being half the person we are.
1: Because the thing is Gil, we might help the team but we hurt us. Yes. Because that's what happened. IT played, it helped the Celtics, but it hurt his value. He mm-hmm. didn't get that 100 million dollar contract that he was supposed to get because the guy wasn't a, a, a an all NBA player, an All-Star player. Yeah. But after that injury, he was never the same player the same thing with Robert Williams unfortunately i don't know if you've ever going to be able to parlay what could have been and that's yeah. what we look back now and says what could have been
3: yep and
1: that what could have been mindset
3: ooh that burns ooh that's deep pain ooh that's like that's like a girl you about to uh marry and you find out she cheated on you, you you're never going to trust again no. And that's and that's what that would have. That's gonna sit every time you look every time in the summer hits and it's negotiation, right? And you just seeing players getting money or you know, like, yeah,
1: every time you drive by the Bank of America you see somebody deposit, oh yeah, that shit go steep <laughs> I was better than him. It's kind of like the uh the Shrewd uh, uh the shrewder, where he turned down four for eighty four, you're looking for a hundred, and I said at the time, bro, why what makes you think? That you're capable of turning that down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't know, he don't, you don't know what's out there. I, I know he ain't getting that again. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. But listen, when <laughs> you lose it, you lose it. There's no getting back, right?
3: No. It takes like guaranteed money, it's 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 yours. Yes. Right? It's yours. So for you to make that money back, it like 84 for four years, whatever deal you do, you gotta make
1: sure that. In four years, it was eighty four million. If not right. lost, you lost. You lost. Yeah, he's never. He's never gonna make that up. He's not gonna be able to play enough years to make that up because the. I mean, he got a decent contract. I think he got two for what? Two for seventeen? Two for twenty? Something like that. Mm. But the previous deals were all minimum. Yeah. Where here he could have been on a three. He could have been in the second year or the third year of an eighty four million dollar deal.
3: Yeah, and that's the thing. Now. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, Gil, those minimum deals. You're like, okay, cool. I play for minimum. I already made my money.
3: The problem is, we look at we look at he would never make the eighty four. The eighty four is not what you you lose. You losing the eighty four for four, right? And in that same year, you signed three year three year nineteen, right? Right. Right. So you about what? Damn near 40 million off. Well, the, you're not factoring the deal you signed after the 84 or the extension right. you signed after the 84 versus what you're. So in reality, when it's all said and done and his career is over, right? Because you got to remember, extensions off of 84 is 12.5%. Right. Right. If you're playing at a certain level versus, you know, signing more money off of 17, you're losing a hundred and something million dollars. Right. It all adds up, even on the back end. So you're losing back end money that you don't even factor in.
1: Right. He uh, Shruder's career earnings are 89 million because he, nice, he had a nice deal in Atlanta.
4: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: He had a nice deal in Atlanta and he could have parlayed that deal, flipped it right into a uh, four year, 84 million. But hey, he rolled the dice, yeah. rolled up, crapped out. Yep. But uh, he's still a solid player. Pascal Siakam got traded to the Pacers. The Pacers acquired Siakam from the Raptors in exchange for a package. And Cruz includes Bruce Brown Jr. and three first-round draft picks. Do you believe the Pacers gave up too much to get him? Say that again. What did they give up? Bruce Brown. They gave up Bruce Brown Jr. and three first-round draft picks. So they Was that too much Bruce- for Siakam? So they just gave up
3: Bruce Brown, huh? Like, <laughs> that's it. The first round draft picks. Oh, that, that that don't mean nothing to me, man. Cause you you're taking you're taking picks from teams that's going to the playoffs, which puts you at what, 26, yeah. 7, 8, right? That that's not a you're not gonna find a Siakam because that's where he went, right? He was about 27, 28. So you're not gonna, it's rare to find that's like a lottery pick. Right, the lottery ticket. I mean, right? You gonna scratch it? You know, you you might get a dollar. You'll be lucky you get your money back. You hitting some big, goddamn good luck, right? And right. that's the same thing with these picks. So you know, the real trade was him for Bruce Brown, and that's a that's an upgrade for Indiana. That's a real look. You you remember you <coughs> got all them picks, right?
1: Who did? Yeah, they got about a hundred first round picks over there. How that shit pan out for them? Yeah. <laughs> uh Siakam is a free a few months away from free agency. So essentially the the Pacers surrendered all that draft capital to secure uh Siakam birds right. So they own so they can they can top it, they can uh max him out, and it doesn't count against the cap.
3: Man, listen, I'm, I'm these 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 GMs are weak. They they weak. Like I'm never going to be afraid for my player to go to free agency
1: because I can offer him the most money, period. Yes, that fifth year. You can give him the fifth year as opposed to the four years that someone else can give him. You me. know, so you telling me
3: I can give you, you know, five-year,
1: 200. He can get forty-seven 247
3: give you four, is the max, two four, five for 247. Five for 247, and they can give you a full what? Full 190? Go on out there if you're bad boy. Go on go, go with your badass. Let me let me see it. Right? Let right. me see you. That, that is the decision your ass need to be making. You're gonna turn down all this this money. Good luck. Right? There's only a few human beings that's gonna do that. Even right. LeBron didn't do that when he went to Miami. That was a sign and trade. Sign me to the max and trade me when the decision should have been go. <laughs> Go go and take that 84 million they're trying to give you, because that's all they can afford. Right. But there, there, there's this notion of I need something in return for him. Well, the players know that now. The players right. understand that now. So the leverage now is the players, not right. the team. Because you want something back for me,
1: I want out. Right. Versus just go and leave. <laughs> well. Well, that's what really hurt. That's what hurt the uh, the OKC Thunder, because Kevin Durant walked out the door for nothing. Mm-hmm. If you could have signed and traded him, you could have got some draft picks. That could have greatly helped. When you lose a player like a Kevin Durant, or you lose one of these top tier players in free agency, mm-hmm. and you get no compensation in return, it dooms you. It dooms you. You gotta get because just imagine, had AD walked out of the door in New Orleans. Because look at what they were able to parlay that into. Mm-hmm. The draft capital that they got from the Lakers. So if a player were to leave, and I'm not saying, now obviously Siakam is not a Kevin Durant, he's not an Anthony Davis. But when you get one of these top-tier players and they walk out the door, you basically got to trade them a year before because even if they, you don't believe they're willing to take that four year, because you can give them that fifth year at about 60 to $70 million more than what they can get from another team. Just the fact that they might do that and leave you with no compensation as opposed to three first-round draft picks, who knows, maybe somebody gets nicked and you got a bad record, and hey, now all of a sudden, what you thought was going to be in the 20s is going to be a top-five pick. Yeah, but, but
3: we can look at it like that, or you can look at it like, what happened to OKC? How much money do you have now? Oh, they got a button. Remember, when when I trade you, I'm getting back garbage at the same price. Right. So if I'm gonna get back all these pieces that equal up to the same pay, I don't really have nothing. I'd rather you leave. I got 40 million free. Right. So Toronto, they didn't they didn't hurt from Kawhi leaving. It's not like they're going to be... They Look, they didn't hurt from when Kawhi even... OKC didn't hurt from... Even. It's fantasy. It is a fantasy. Oh, I need to get back these people because the teams that it has happened to, they haven't been set back for dynasties. Look at them now.
1: They lost Kevin Durant, got nothing in compensation, and look where they are now. Right? It it, it, but see, but they also think about... It. They gave up Paul. OKC gave up Paul George and they got an SGA and they got three first round picks. Mm -hmm. They gave up a Russell Westbrook. They got draft compensation. So they've been turning those over and they've done a good job of drafting Mm -hmm. because SGA is a nice piece. But they're going to have to they're going to have to draft because ain't no. I don't look at someone. uh, uh, Let's just say a top five free agent. I don't see them going to OKC. Do you see a top five free agent going oh, to OKC? Hell no hell. No. So you got the draft. <laughs> hell,
3: no. like
1: drafting is okay,
3: right? Like unless you unless you have a real good, which they do, they have very great scouting over there. Yeah, right. they done a great job. You like Spurs is great scouters. Yes, great scouting over there. Miami for the the the, the garbage that they get, they got great scouting. Um, and.
1: Who else is great at scouting? Spurs is great at scouting, right? Um You like the Warriors? How does how's the Warriors?
3: You know, it's it's a hit and miss. They they got very great with Curry and you know
1: like, Clay, Draymond. You know,
3: Draymond in the second round. Um Come and on, then, Looney. And then and then, you know, then developing. You know, but for the most part it's it's building players to trade for something great right right um and that and that's what it is no matter you know what pick you have its still you have to make the right pick get the right the right player right um and that's the key you know them getting the number one pick and getting Chet right help them you know him being hurt last year helps them today um, shade turning out to be what he is, right? So it still has to, you know. You can make a a a call on someone; he has to want to be what you envision, also, right? You know, so you know that's 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 key too.
1: Does the Siakam Halliburton do or move the needle for you? Where do you play? Where does this place them in the East? Because I think you got Boston. That's one, maybe Milwaukee, Philly, two, three, whatever order you have, whatever order you might have. Uh, When I look at when I look at when I look at the Pacers, I see a team that's looking to get the ball off the rim, make or miss. They either take it out the net or they get it off the rim and push the pace. They're still not going to play any defense. Um. So I got them at I got them at four or five. I don't think it move. It doesn't move the needle for me. It it doesn't move. It it doesn't move the needle, um, in a
3: sense of. It could slow them down a little bit, because Siakam is that one-on-one type of player in a half. Yes. So he's gonna be for the playoffs
1: themselves.
3: Okay. Um, it's hard to tell because it's matchups, right? You know, if they get a four-five and they get they get a New York Knicks right? They get a Cleveland in the first round, they can get out of that first round with them. Oh, yeah, for sure. New York don't play enough defense. They don't play enough defense to stop that offense and they don't have enough offense to just punish their defense. Yeah, to punish their bad defense, right? You know, they got more one-on-one players. You're going to have two guys. You're going to have, you know, Brunson who's going to dominate that series and then, you know, it'll help if all seven games, Randall plays excellent, but for the most part, he gonna give you three. <laughs> he gonna give you three good ones, right? It is some questionable ones, and with a team like Pacers, right? They can they can run through a team like that in, in on a seven game series. Everybody else, mm, right? If if Philly gets them, you gotta be you gotta be weary about it because. Yeah, you you force MB to think that, oh, they can't guard me. And then he tries to take over that game by himself, and that could end bad. So it, it all depends on who you match up in the playoffs, to be honest.
1: Siakam is averaging 22 points a game, six rebounds, uh, and basically five assists. Tyrese Halliburton is 23.6 points, 12 and a half assists on 3.4 made threes a game. So you get you got two guys that average 20. Uh you got Miles Turner. On a given night, can give you 2015. Can shoot the three. Can play outstanding defense. One of the premier rim protectors in all of basketball. So they got a team that, like I said, I, just just more offense to me. I don't think for me it doesn't put them in front of Boston. Nah. It doesn't put them in front of Philly. And for whatever reason, they have had Milwaukee's number because mm-hmm. they have had Milwaukee's number. Because but I don't believe in a, in a four in a seven game series. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't think I would pick Indiana to beat them in a seven game series.
3: The the reason they have uh, the reason they're having success against them is because Giannis and Dame are open court type players. So Mm -hmm. Giannis wants to play Indiana style Oh, they get up and down. Team is not built like that. So Giannis, for personal reasons, don't want to be in a half court. So he doesn't want to slow the game down, which benefits Indiana. So the fact that Giannis wants to go like that, he doesn't. He doesn't get to punish him if he slowed the game down, slowed the the whole series down, and say we're gonna beat them up inside. Giannis is like, nah, I don't. I don't play like that. I don't. I don't have them post up trying to get up and down. And I paid fifty fucking thousand for. I don't have those moves, right? Um, so I want to keep the game going, which benefits them, right? right. And See, Ockham's name is 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 great. He's a solid player. I don't think he's turned into what we thought he was going to turn into, right? Correct. You know, you know what I mean? His that playoff series where, you know, you know, 2018-19 where he averaged about 19 points, <coughs> he's never elevated from there. Right. You know, right now he's just a solid player and he's a uh, upgrade from Brown. And I'm pretty sure Brown wish he stayed his little happy ass over in Denver. Cause yeah. you know, obviously the money though. Like, hey, you really never like ain't not. had that
1: kind of money. But I, I think the thing for me, what, what it tells about. me, what it tells me, Gil, is that Toronto says we'd rather have Scotty Barnes and those picks as opposed to Siakam and no picks.
3: Yeah, because Scotty Barnes is a one, two, three, four, five,
1: right? You know, we have a guy
3: who can play all positions, so that means we're not limited. You know, Siakam was playing a five man over there, and he's playing a five because Scotty Barnes is back there, and right. the young dude can do whatever he wants. When you have Scotty Barnes, when you're looking into the draft, your drafts, your draft slots just opens up, right? Versus, right. You got these type of players. Now you're looking for, oh, I need a four-man or I need a five-man. With Scotty Barnes, you're looking for the best player available at that point, even if it's in his position because you know you can move him to another position. So he's a great asset player.
1: Paul George on the Clippers trading SGA to the Thunders. Both sides won. I think it was quite a lot for the Clippers who were willing to give up. Their commitment to me is my commitment to the team. Both sides won. We know Shea was going to be really, really good, but he's special. In a way, Oklahoma won that trade with picks and future and a future MVP. Great trade for both sides. Where do you come down on that? I don't,
3: to be honest, I don't, they knew he was talented. I don't think they knew he
1: was this good. They would have never gave him up if they knew this. I'm pretty sure they would have, I'm pretty well, they would have because that's what Kawhi wanted. What Kawhi you, had wanted. To, you had to appease Kawhi because mm-hmm. if you don't, he's going to the Lakers. Yeah. You can't have Kawhi, LeBron, and AD playing in the same building as the Clippers. So you you had to act your ass and you're at his mercy because he said, if you don't get me PG, I'm going next door.
3: And the time, it made sense because the team you had, right, the team you had with Lou Williams and all of them, was a good team. They were a good team. They didn't have star players. So you're like, oh, I just trade these pieces and I have two stars coming in. Oh shit, we're gonna be great. That team didn't work out, right? Right. That team didn't work out. Right. So then you move, you move, you know, Shay, and Shay himself turned into a star. Yes. He started, he turned into a franchise player. Yes, you regret that you do regret that because right now you have the oldest team in the league. Which means your window ain't big at all. You have the oldest team in the league, which means your window is here. Shea and OKC with the ages of uh, average of 24, their window is here. Right. They got five more years before they become where you are right now. Right. Right. That when that's they've won, right? You got Jalen Williams in that, you know, from Santa Clara. They have grabbed some great pieces for their today and for their future. So right now, they're in the driver's seat
1: on that trade. Only way Clippers they got to win a championship for to win this trade. They have to. This the only and it's that possible works. It's possible this it's year. Probably. They got a nice squad. Man. The question is, can Kawhi's play, basically? I mean, he's missed what, missed like five games, but for the most part, he's been on the court all year. Paul George has been on the court all year. The question is, as we move forward, can they sustain this play? Can, can they the hooker, play? Can
3: the hooker be a housewife? Dancers? The yeah, they could, but have they? <laughs> right? It's the Clippers. They, they, right the holes of the NBA. We don't see them becoming, you know, trophy wives anytime soon.
1: (laughs) Shaq says he would take SGA over Luka. I'm going to have to take SGA. Luka is a fabulous player, but this kid, he plays the right way, gets his teammates involved. I'm taking him right now. He's a hell of a player right now. I'm going to have to disagree with big fella yeah I'm taking Luca. I mean
3: it is it's a good argument to make, but Luca is a they're both different. You know, they both give you what you need. but Luca's resume and how he plays and the specialties that he brings you i I can't I can't
1: <laughs> I can't. He's a, I mean, he averages more points, more rebounds, more assists. Mm. Right. I, I, I mean, I've seen, I've seen Luca take a team to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. And you think about those, those matchups that he had with the Clippers. And basically he was out there by himself and he's giving Kawhi, he's giving PG, he's giving Pat Bell, he's giving Mars, he's giving everybody they got, he's averaging 40. And Luca's younger. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I and I and I get I get I get Shaq that I mean this and I, I think the thing is you know when when you're like okay I take this player with that player if it's not close when what are we debating it for mm-hmm, it's got it's, it's it's supposed to be close yeah that's what that's what this is about I mean if oh I would take Joel and Be. Uh, over Miles Turner, really? He would <laughs> hell. So would everybody else. But when you say Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic, now we got an argument yeah. that we can have. And 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 that's that's not
3: quite this argument, but it it, it could be. And right. you know, next year, you know, like this is tapping into that thirty-one and thirty-one. Lucas, right? There. He's the, the, the motherfucker's been here before, right? Yeah. And he's younger. He's been dominating for a long time. This basketball game we see today is easy for him. Yes. Like, there's there's guys in this league that when there, beco- there comes a point, Jokic is at that point, LeBron's been at that point, Katie's at that point, Tyree's at that point, James Harden was at that point, Tatum is getting at that point um, where they have to, the way they play, they have to do things that make it more challenging for themselves. Because Playing it the regular way, it becomes too easy for them. That's when James Harden doing the double step back and creating all these moves because the game itself was so easy that the challenge became, let me just add all this, let me do all this extra stuff to make it. But when they start playing simple basketball, people are like, oh, this is an easy night for them. And that's where Shays getting to that point when he's realizing, hey, this is easy. Luka's been at that point.
1: Yes. And the game, game is kind of sort of similar. For the simple fact, Gil, you can't speed him up.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, you look at him, I mean, I think Gil, is, I mean, Shea is a lot more athletic than Luka. And because when, when you just look at Luka, and I've seen, you know, I was at a Lakers game when he was, and I'm looking at him like, how do you do this? <laughs> I mean, you can't jump. You can't run. Mm -hmm. But how do you, like, he can get to any spot that he wants to get to on the court. He can get there, and the best defender cannot stop him. Yeah.
3: Because, so I, I don't think anyone understands that the hand check that everyone glorifies is still in play, right? Right. Below the free throw line, the hand check has always been there. They just took it from, you know, above the free throw line. Right, The smarter players understand the rules so good to manipulate it for themselves. Like, I, I know you can't touch me here. I know you can touch me there. I know when you touch me, you have to touch with your right hand because this is how it is. You're weak. If this is your left hand, I know your left hand is a little bit weaker. So you know and start understanding how to manipulate the game and understand human behavior. When you become someone like Luca and all it's the human behavior that they understand the most. I know what you have to do, right? So your defense, them accolades, you got them first teams are meaningless to my understanding of what you have to do and the concepts that you play by, right? right. That defense, first team, second, look at how they play. Look at those first team guys against the superstars. They get barbecued.
1: Yeah. You just try to, if he averages 30, you try to hold him to 28. And, you and, just don't want him to get thirty five, forty. And but he gonna get thirty five, forty, right? Because your, your, your first team coming off guys who are undisciplined
3: right. offensively.
1: Because when you look at look, you try to guard KD. You're not stopping KD from getting what he wants to get to. No. You're not gonna stop. You're not gonna stop Luca and Shade. They're gonna be able to get to wherever they want to get to. You just gotta bring the double team, and hopefully the guy that they pass the swings the ball, swing the ball to is gonna miss the shot. Mm-hmm. Because if you like one on one. Ain't no, The guys are too good. It's just like the best corner against the best wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Unless you get some help over the top, now he's going to cook you. Yeah, He's going he gonna to make it. He's going to get it. And so that's where they are now. Please make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. You're doing a great job. You can also get Gil's uh, pod up here. Make sure you hit that like button for Gills Arena channel on YouTube. It airs Monday through Thursday live, 1130 a.m. Pacific, 2.30. Eastern Eastern time. Uh, make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. We're now at 837,000 subscribers. We want to thank you. We've also pinned Shea Balaportier link at the top of the chat with the holidays right around the corner. Make sure you go out there and get yourself a bottle for you or a loved one. Okay. The Clippers, uh, Gil, <coughs> excuse me, will host the 2026 All-Star Game at the new Intuit Dome, the Clippers rule, Clippers will have rules for fans sitting in the exclusive area, area, area of the new arena. What do you make of this? It's called the wall. The section is for Clipper fans only, and they are seated, and they're not permitted to cheer for the opposing team. Anyone found in violation, and you can only sell the ticket to Clippers fans. Anyone found in violation... Of these rules will lose access to the section. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, they—they—they're the Raiders with the black hole now. Yeah, listen, (laughs) they got that many fans to begin with. Listen,
3: listen, listen. (laughs) I don't know. I know he's a fan, right? Bombers a fan. He is, right? He has a lot of money. Common sense is not common in this sense, right? The concept of what he's saying, amazing, right? Having a section, right, behind the basket where you can affect the offense in crunch time, right? Mm -hmm. You know, college style, we, you know, it's black black hole. I don't think he understands that the visiting team picks which way they go, which means that First half, I will go against the wall. And then the second half, I go the other way where the wall does have no impact on this game. So, bomber, put the shit on both sides because any smart (laughs) opposing team will do that. We're going to face you in the first half, the black hole, I mean, the wall, and then go. The regular way. So you're faking right. you only Kawhi is looking at this black hole. I mean, uh, the wall. It, it, the concept is fine, but he doesn't understand that the visiting team picks which way they go.
1: And plus, you know, when 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 you go there, I mean guys start playing well, you like, oh my God, you like, you got you got the applause. You just like, hey, mm-hmm. you go to a Laker game and somebody somebody got 50, 60, what am I supposed to do? Hey, I gotta get a man a hand. I got hey, I gotta I gotta applaud that. Listen, it's a
3: good concept. I don't know if I don't know if clippers can pull it off because um when you play the Lakers, I don't know how that wall stands, <laughs> stands tall. Right. Um that's a clipper Daryl section, and I think that's why. That was the concept of it, but you really have to understand this is chess, not checkers. Right. Right. You know, and you have to really understand if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna build something like that, I'm building on the on the behind the visitors. Right? I'm gonna build a section where I can impact the opponent, right? This right. doesn't impact the opponent. Um, this ain't college. Right. Um, I don't know if you have the loyal support. From your fan base to pull that off. Right. Um, right. You know, Chicago can pull that off. Boston. Oakland Warriors. Boston can pull that off. New York Knicks. The Garden can pull it off if they are winning. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> because if they losing, that whole building becomes the wall to the Knicks.
1: Yes. Um, we, we, we've seen. I mean, think about it. We've seen Jordan. We've seen. Uh, 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 Kobe. We've seen LeBron have performances in the Madison Square Garden, and the Garden start cheering for them. Mm-hmm. We saw Reggie Miller. Yeah. That's so right. it, it, it's
3: it's possible if you really, really, if you really, really like make this a thing. Like if you cheer for that team, right, or this team, like they got to have their own. They got to have their own colors, so it stands out. Right? right. You 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 want this this to stand out. Like there, like when you're talking about rules, like like, you know, what in the playoffs, if all everything is white, that section is black or red or blue. So right. we can see what it is. Like make it be a place where I wanna be there. I wanna boot this is supposed to be the worst of the worst of the fans. Right. This is the rowdy of the rowdy. Right, you get this is like I see the prices five thousand, five thousand. <laughs> you done fucked up there. That ain't no fan.
1: <laughs> no. no, the average fan, average fan ain't paying no five twenty five thousand. They ain't it got it, it like Be a
3: hundred, two hundred dollars. Yes, hundred, two hundred. That's the rowdy. Yes,
1: that's behind the basket. That the yeah. basket ain't I worth got it. five thousand. And yeah, a guy that got a guy that's uh, uh paying five twenty-five thousand, he ain't painting his face. He ain't coming with his shirt off, yelling and screaming, and, and trying to get, distract you.
3: No, that's what I'm saying. That that's that, but that's what I'm saying. The, like, common sense ain't common sense sometimes, right? That section is is a bunch of psychopaths. Yeah. Right. No those are the guys that might run on football. That's those are the guys, the kids that run out there butt naked during halftime or some. That's that fan group. That's right. that's your diehards.
1: Right. Right. That's not 5,000, 25,000. No. Steve Kerr says this season is not the last dance for the Warriors big 3. All three of those guys are capable of playing at a high level. We did win a championship, in case people forgot, a year and a half ago. Said Kurt on ninety-five point seven. The game we're in a di- we're in a different stage of our existence as a team. But I believe in my guys. I love those guys, and we're going to keep fighting. <laughs> yes. <coughs> Excuse me. The problem is two of those three guys can't play at that level consistently anymore. Mm-hmm. Only one guy can. One guy. Can. There lies the problem. Mm-hmm. It's not that they can't. Ha- yes. We've seen uh, Clay have moments where he go get 28, 30 plus, but those moments are few and far between. Yeah. Like you don't So that's that's the issue that 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 they're that he's had that they're having, Gil.
3: Yeah, you don't have the cons- you don't have the consistency of your greatness anymore, right? Correct. And, and his speech is more loyalty than it yes. is reality. Right, it, it, this is loyalty talk not reality talk right you have one player that's that's great and then you have your your second best players playing he's he's playing way below um expectations right you know his play right now is fourth option at best and um that's not the same three even though they won a championship you know, a year and a half ago, you don't have the same three, right? You know, you know, Draymond is winding down, but just like anything, Draymond's presence is with greatness. When you're not playing great, (coughs) he looks crazy. Yes. Right. You know, when you're playing great, He's the perfect guy for greatness. When Dennis Rodman is winning championships, he is great. You start putting him on bad teams and he wanted to take the shoes. He's oh taking God. his shoes off, and laying down on the
1: sidelines. <laughs> Get his ass up on out of here.
3: <laughs> right. And that's that's where this team is.
1: And what I would tell Steve Kerr. OK, you won a championship a year and a half ago. Is Clay playing at that level a year and a half ago? No. Is Andrew Wiggins playing at that level? Now Andrew Wiggins is on the bench, so he's not playing at that level. Is Draymond playing at that level? Draymond just missed 16 games, so he's not playing at that level. So although what you're saying is absolutely correct, you did win a championship a year and a half ago. But tell me, other than Steph Curry, who's playing at that level that you won that championship?
3: Zero. And that's the problem. You know, it's it's the hope. Like, I guess as a coach, as a player, as a player, you appreciate this. Yes. But as a player, you need to have a reality check and realize he's supposed to say this. He's supposed to say this. What, what was he supposed to say? Oh, yeah, you know, these guys are playing like this. And he's supposed to sound like us? No. so. No. As a player, you need to understand that what he's saying isn't reality. And my ass is about to be up out of here. I could be traded any day now. So I need to really lock in. Like I don't know if, of course, everyone is like the fear. The fear of being traded should be driving you to, to be successful. Right? I don't think sometimes people understand that the fear of me losing my spot, the fear of somebody taking, the fear someone's trying to take. Like, Clay, the fear that when you hit the summer, you're not going to get the money you want. That should have you locked into a whole nother dimension of a player. They ain't no going home and hanging on a goddamn boat. I don't know. I don't got no boat today. I suppose in that gym locked in because I'm afraid that I'm not going to get this contract.
1: I think the thing is, but Gail, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. This is the first time that trade that Clay's name has come up in trade discussions. Mm-hmm. So he's entering uncharted territory where things that he never had to worry about before mm-hmm. is now a realization. It could be his reality.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it You're right, you're right. This is this is a rude awakening. Yeah. You know, and and you know. It's it's that we all go through it. It's that that we we start feeling bad for ourselves. And I think this is where he's at or he was trying to get out of it. Like, I feel sorry for myself versus just saying, man, this is the basketball. This is the game. It ain't, you know, they don't beat me anymore. I, I'm going, you know, that happened to Lamar Odom when he got traded to Dallas or when the idea of that Chris Paul trade going, and he felt hurt personally, he never recovered from that. No. He never recovered from that.
1: Yeah. But the question is, you know, let me ask you, because of so much of what's played success, is tied to Golden State. Do you think he can have, can he have success somewhere else other than Golden State?
3: Well, let me tell you this right now. Uh-oh. Uh oh. If you Steve Kerr, and this is your legacy, <laughs> right? Championships, right? Winning pedigree. Do you have room to lose? See that, that that's what happened with Phil Jackson. You get you start getting some losing teams, they want your ass out of there. Right? Because just like Russell and his triple double, we expect, we expect something with that resume. So you don't have no room to come in here and start from the beginning, right? Because when you started the first time, y'all played like this and then y'all was championship ready. We expecting the same thing over here when I trade for you, which is not fair, not reality. So his best bet is the loyalty from. Golden State, like it's been popped this whole time. See, you know, before if Pop went somewhere else after San Antonio, he would have already been fired again. Yes. He would have already been fired. When you, the NBA, they don't, the, those general managers and presidents, they're going to fire the coach before they fire themselves. Of course. So, you know, I bring you in and you ain't performing <laughs> and they asking me questions. What? Uh-huh. So, so what? Ah, hey you! <laughs> I gotta trade you. I got, I gotta fire you because I'm not gonna fire myself for the food that I bring you, right? And that's 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 a most GMs are the are scapegoat the coaches themselves.
1: So how much do you, Steve Kerr said this is not the last dance for the big three, or the Warriors big three. So do you see a scenario in which this team is together, Draymond, Clay, Steph next season?
3: Do, do coaches get drug tested in the NBA? I never they don't get drug No, tested. They don't. <laughs> Damn, they don't. All right, because this ain't the last dance, boy. You crazy as hell. <laughs> so this is it. You believe this is it. <laughs> Man, they they this ain't the big like I'm sorry. This this big three is the last dance for the big three. If they bring in somebody else to help, it's not the big three no more. One of y'all are gonna be four. One of y'all a four now. They didn't know Wait. one, two, three. One of y'all nah. are four. foe. Somebody going to be four and five. five. Yeah, hey. If they can create a four and five. So y'all might be here. Yeah. Just one of y'all coming off the bench.
1: Gail, I want to know what you think about this. DeAndre Ayton is out due to an icy neighborhood. Reportedly, DeAndre Ayton tried for hours to combat the street of ice leading out of his neighborhood, but to no avail. So he's out of tonight's game versus Brooklyn. Wait, wait, I swear. There was a ice, there was a sheet of ice in his neighborhood. So he was unable to get out of his neighborhood and get to the arena. So he was a DMP. He, Wait, He don't have legs. His legs don't work. He can't walk out of his neighborhood. I'm trying to figure out. So what did he got? A Ferrari? He got a Porsche. I bet mean, don't everybody have an SUV. So you mean to tell me the SUV couldn't get him out? I mean. Wait, hold on. Uh, like, because I, I think I read some. Then they send people up there for him. They say they tried for hours again. They couldn't we get him out.
3: But what I'm saying is, normal people, right? They yeah. would just walk to where it's they can. Hey, you can't come up the driveway. I'm gonna walk to you. <laughs> yes, we can do this together. Yes, right, right. Some of them kids, right? They, I'm pretty sure yes. laying out that money. You could, you could have been. Come on, if you really wanted to play,
1: what? This seems like the most DeAndre thing ever. You ain't got no, you don't got no hot water? <laughs> Gail, I in 97, we had a situation where we had a blizzard. And uh, people in the chat, if you're in Denver, you can go look it up. We end up getting like 70, almost 80 inches of snow in about 20, 24, 30 hours. They ended up having to get snowmobiles to go get a lot of our players because we had a game in Buffalo. So we ended up having to get snowmobiles to come get the get a lot of the players out because there was so much snow and bring them and bring them to and bring them to the facility so we can get on a bus and leave. It's hard for me to see a scenario in which unless you don't really want to go like man I can't man there's too much snow out here. But like I, you said walk to the entrance of the neighborhood. I, I you it, you ain't got
3: no flame. I mean, I'm just the scenarios. Like, I listen. We know y'all tanking. We get it, right? <laughs> right? We get that y'all are trying to get a lottery pick. And you know, hey, I can't, I can't make it. All right, we're gonna send some people up here. Don't, don't worry about it. Um, yeah, we're gonna send some people up there to, to, to try to get you, right? Listen, th- th- stop. Stop the bullshit! That's not a real thing.
1: You no, could man. you
3: could have been to the game. You were taking it. Thought you was gonna you know oh, Brooklyn gonna come in here and win, and y'all end up winning that game anyway. Y'all end up winning the game
1: that y'all were trying to lose anyway, huh? That's you that's t- embarrassing. But that's embarrassing though, Gil. No, no, no that's no. embarrassing. You used that as an excuse. Well, I could. I missed. I missed the game because I couldn't get out of my neighborhood because the the the, of black ice. Really. Hey, look, black eyes, no joke, go, because
3: uh, uh I didn't know, you know, I'm from I'm from Cali, right? Like I don't know nothing about black eyes. So I wrapped my Ferrari around the pole, leaving my driveway.
1: You in a Ferrari, you supposed to. I didn't know that.
3: I didn't know, I didn't know nothing about nobody taught me about no snow, It ain't no <laughs> pulling out, but my 612 got it out. Cause you know, you know, you know, I'm in the uh, garage. Right. So I'm in the garage, pull it out, and then, you know how you hit the brake the first time? It just slid. Mm. Boop. Ah. I was, oh, that didn't go do nothing. Got it and in, in, in go
1: ah. hit the pole. Damn. Stuck. Had to Man. get the Range Rover. <laughs> Man, I, I, I honestly, I don't know if that's going to work in the NFL. Ain't no way you're going to be able to tell the coach, I ain't going to be able to come to practice or I'm going to miss a game. Because I. And <laughs> this was practice,
3: um, hell yeah, all day. I've never heard nobody missing a game. For black in your neighborhood. So nobody in, nobody on the team live in your neighborhood.
1: Nobody. So what about- everybody else made it but you. So everybody else, so let me ask you a question. Did anybody else in that neighborhood go to work that day? So you the only one that missed. So everybody else got an opportunity. They got regular jobs. They got to work. But you You the only one that didn't get to work.
3: No, that's great. I, I, that, that's hard to believe, man. Most players always live in the same neighborhood for the most part. And you have neighbors and they got out. And had to go to work because they don't have the luxury of sitting in the goddamn bus unless the city unless the city just stopped that day, <coughs> right? You know, but you know, unless the city stopped, but to miss a to miss, I've never heard of that before.
1: Well, and clearly the city didn't stop because they had a game that night. Facts. So, what's the weirdest DMP reason uh, you or teammate ever missed a game, Gil? Ooh, oh, oh, shit! Golden State,
3: Danny Fortson. Um, he, he, uh, he got a DNP. So we played like, you know, the back to back, but the, the second game was on the road. So we right. left the arena and then boom, we had to get on a plane and go. Right. And, um, he, he ended up, end up turning into a suspension, but really it was a DNP, you know, a family member died, you know, his, okay. girl, his mother passed. Um, and, you know, they called the house. You know, to give their condolences, and the mother picked up the phone.
1: Oh, man, come <laughs> on, man! <laughs> Mom picked
3: up the phone. <laughs> like, wait, uh, yeah. Danny told us, you know, don't be calling my goddamn mama, like, because Danny didn't like to fly. So Danny didn't like to fly. So we always had a problem with if we have to go because you know you know this since since this is a long time ago long 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 time ago he has smoke after and i think that made him paranoid right? right i think that made him paranoid of flying so he was the big dude when the plane got up right he want to lay on the floor all the stewardess you know they they rubbing his back and stuff and putting covers over him cuz he didn't like to take off right so he was the one player if he could put in his contract he just play home games he would have Right. So he was getting a bunch of DNPs because and trust me, that wasn't the only family member that passed that year. Hell,
1: Everybody he, was he like, live. He just <laughs> conduct <laughs> he was like that movie life when they read it talking about, oh, your your aunt passed. Your brother passed. Your boss passed. <laughs> but so, Everybody will passed.
3: This probably was like the third person that passed. And I think this time they just wanted to call. I think they just called to see if it was real.
1: And then right. they called. Bobs, picked up the phone. It was all hell, dog. Oh, man. Gil's shootout for $100,000 is live on YouTube Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific. Featuring Gil's Arena's crew, former NBA players, influence, and EVA rapper Cameron. Gil, how much pressure is on you? To win your own tournament, this is your own. This is your own shootout. You got to win this, Gil, <laughs> because you all the way to put up money. Right. I ain't putting up money. The sponsor
3: putting up money. So okay, the sponsor putting up money, just like everybody else. But the the it's about the process for me. I love the hunt, right? I love the hunt. I like to tell them I'm coming. I like to show them what I'm doing because I want you prepared for me, right? Um, I don't. I don't know, already took 2,000 shots at 3 a.m. Because, you know, because I had, you know, I, got, I had three shows a day, right? right? So I already took 2,000 shots. After this show, I'm going to the gym again. So if I lose, that means that it was that person's day. You're not going to outwork me. You're not going to be like, when you look at mine, it'd be 99% ready. Right. That one percent just might be a fluke. It might be your day. It might be your round. But I'm giving myself the best opportunity. That's how we approach everything.
1: Man, you can't let Cam. Man, you know Cam. If Cam beat you, man. I'm not letting the dude that's going to be
3: wearing the pink jersey. I'm not letting Rico beat me. All right, he was good in high school back when he was playing against Malberry. This whole nother level, baby. This whole nother... Hey, man, I like listen. Listen up. Huh? <laughs> hey, they want that money on. Huh? They got to go through to me, huh?
1: Right. I, I put up.
3: I don't know how many shots I put up, but from Monday to Saturday,
1: ten thousand shots will be put in his arm. Wow. So I'm gonna be ready. It ain't gonna be it ain't gonna be like a triumph. <laughs> Gil, you can't lose this. Gil, you can't lose this. This is oh. for all the money. This for all the money. This for all the mo- Gil, somebody is looking to have bragging rights. Said they be a former NBA All Star, All NBA player in a three point competition. And they got that means they got to be in the gym right now as we speak. Um, can I do the
3: look, um, If I win, can I get that Wheaties box that you didn't have <laughs> like the '90s? That's <laughs> on another side since you did the '90s, huh? Um, because I know that right now that's on eBay for two fifty.
1: 250, uh. Um. I know that's 250 right there. Hey, let me, get, let me get a box of weedies, baby. This is the first with the Broncos. I know. Low, fat, this
3: that one low is fat. The, uh, the
1: Ravens.
3: Huh? I wonder if these weedies feel some good. Hell no, nah. <laughs> they're probably not. If you think you were struggling the last Wednesday, you you take a bowl of that, Uncle.
1: <laughs> we ain't gonna see you for a minute. Nah. But you know what? Let me show you what I got in here, Gil. Can you see that? Kobe Arachis? Those are Kobe Yes, Arachis. I know that actually. Hey, I know that signature. <laughs> he actually uh, gifted me these. Uh he was uh in Denver and I went to the game and uh I like, bro, let me let me. And I at the time I was like, man, but now they're worth a lot. I mean, I would never get, I would never get rid of them. It's just the fact that he gave them to me.
3: Yeah. Like I, you know that jersey swap today? Yeah. Started that. The reason I say I started, I never really swapped jerseys. I just got everybody's autograph. Like I'm right. a fan, right? right. I left the NBA with five, five hundred plus autographs. Wow. Everywhere we went, I had boxes of jerseys for players. Right. Right. Because I knew this was going to end one day. And just like any old timer, I want to be able to look on a wall and that memory of. Right. You know, that memory I can like, you know, the magics, you know, for like I got rid of my Wilt jerseys. I got rid of my Bill Russell's and that, because when I looked at it. I didn't have no feeling because I didn't play right. or no. You didn't play against them. Know, so my the Chauncey Billups, the Chauncey Billups. After me giving them thirty something, and he signing it to me, yo, Gil, you know, boom, boom, boom. When I look at that that game, the you know the the smile, oh, it, it means you know, something. It, yeah. it means something, right? So you know, the, like this is a real thing when you get to sit there and say, yeah, yeah, look at it, because I I know that
1: feeling, right? Uh, fan questions, faith. Hey, Gil, hey, Shannon and Gil. first shout out to Ice Cube for winning the Nate Smith Basketball Hall of Fame Impact Award. I discovered the big three during the pandemic, and I love it. Gil, can you name a few things the big three does better than the NBA and why you love it? Thanks, Shannon.
3: The one thing that they do better than the NBA is take care of their veterans. Right? The big three concept is perfect players who still think they can play, who still want to play, they get to play in a half-court setting, right? Amongst their peers. And I don't understand the NBA. These are your guys. Your your legacy is there, right? Mm-hmm. Dr. J, Gervin. Yes. Um, right? Uh, Rick Bear, Rick Bear, Rick, Rick Mahorn. That's your, you're like Clyde Drexler. Gary Payton. Those are your players. You supposed to be sponsoring. That should be a funnel. Like when players retire, that's a place that they go because it's sponsored. The health care. Like, so what they're doing is they're, they're feeding the legacy of the NBA better than you guys.
1: RDR food reviews. Love it, loving the Unk and Gil. Do you see All-Star Potential in Derek Lively? <laughs> I, I, honestly, I don't see. Look, he does a great job of rim running, uh catching lobs. He goes to the front of the rim. Somebody comes over to block Lucas shot. He's gonna put it back with the thunder dunk. But unless he develops a move, a post-up, mm. a go-to shot, from what I see right now, I just see a guy that that just goes and hunts rebounds, does a great job of rim running, but I don't see an all-star. What yeah,
3: you see, game. Young Capella, right? He'll get, he'll get, he'll get paid. Um, he'll get paid. He'll get some nice change um, for that style of play. But, you know, for yes. you to be an all-star, you have to have some type of impact on the game itself. And right. just, you know, getting offensive rebounds, putting it up, you know, catching lobs, That's not that's not real impact in the all-star voting.
1: The Gift of Gab show said, great show, fellas. Why do you think a lot of coaches don't like playing young talent and continue to burn out veterans like New York coach? Because the veteran guys know what they know. Young guys, you got to teach. And that happens a lot. That's just not not the NBA. That's like the NFL. Mm -hmm. They want to play guys that know they have to do very little coaching because a lot of times coaches don't want to coach. Like, when it comes to the NBA,
3: You know, most of these coaches don't have job security, right? Right. So if I'm sitting with a veteran who's going to go in there and be a a plus one or even, right? That is a great player for me. Versus this young guy that I don't know what he's going to do. He's going to make a lot of mistakes. I don't want him making those mistakes on my job. Right. So if I don't have the security of backing where I get to play these guys without any <laughs> with any pushback and you know my record don't count against me. If not, I'm gonna play the oldest goddamn players I can to give myself the best opportunity to win.
1: Yeah, you're right, Gail. It's, it's the situation where look, the veteran guys more times than not is gonna make not gonna to make the mistakes that the young guy's going to make. Mm-hmm. Making you making mistakes now. The higher-ups, the general manager, the owner, fans are looking at you like, well, why you got the young guy that he all he do is making mistakes. Yep. Well, guy keeps making mistakes. That means he's not getting coached. That means he's not, whatever you're teaching him is not processing. Yep. Well, whose fault is not processing? They say it's your fault. So you got to go. So yeah. I'm gonna play the guys that's not gonna make the mistakes, even though the young guys might be more talented, he's gonna make more mistakes until he gets it right. And I can't afford him having the mistakes on my resume.
3: Yeah, and I think some some people are just fans themselves. And they have this idea that, well, he needs to beat him out in practice. Oh, no, no, no. That young horse is whooping that old dude's ass all up and down that, that basketball <laughs> court. That has no factor into that game. When I was in Memphis, right, them young boys... Pargo and Shelby. Oh, they was giving me all that work. (laughs) Oh, um, they was giving me that work. But one thing I knew when it was game time, I know who getting his number call. Gil Conley. Hey, you two, Mm, right? (laughs) 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 And that was just sick. That was it. That was it, Rook. I mean, uh, uh, um, when it comes to game, you're gonna because that's when it counts, right? Right. So it doesn't matter what the young guys are doing in the practice. If if my if my coaching job is
1: is is in jeopardy because of my record, I'm not putting a young dude in. Right, Jamal Grant said if LBJ wants to win another championship, he needs to team up with a healthy Lonzo Ball, a true point guard. Well, when is Lonzo going to be healthy? Will he ever be healthy? No,
3: he don't need a Lonzo Ball. He need he, he can do with a a, a mellow ball. Yeah. Right. He can he can play with a mellow. He LeBron needs people who can spread the floor. Right. Right. He doesn't need like, no matter how talented you are, he doesn't need someone who's gonna clog the lane with him. That's where he wants to go. His power is getting to the basket, right? Right. Using his frame to get in there. So if there's guys in there on, on your team that can't really spread the floor, right? You're you're useless to. You know, some no matter how skilled you are, you're used to someone like that.
1: Right. Same box. What's up? Uh who uh who y'all got winning rookie of the year? And tell Gil, I'm putting 10K on him, getting over 19.5 in the shootout. Don't let me down, Gil. I mean, it's R- Wimbyama.
3: Yeah, I I really think that either they're gonna give it to Wimby because that's he is the. The next, he is the gonna be the face of the NBA. Um, if Chet goes on a run and the numbers are close, it could we be gonna get it. No, it could be a cold. It could be a cold. It could I mean, it could be it could be a cold. Like sometimes there's times where cold rookie of the years is is better than actually picking one.
1: Right. Well, we haven't only had that one time. We got Jason Kidd and uh, Grant Hill. Yeah, were co Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. I can't recall another situation where we've had co anything. Have you? Can you recall co MVPs, co Defensive Player of the Year? I cannot. There, there's,
3: I mean, no, I haven't. But there's, there should have been some times where the MVP last year could have been co. Um, that dunk contests with uh, oh, with Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon. That could have been co. There's some situations yeah. where. If there's a loser, if someone feels that they, like, the, the, the audience is split
1: in half, that's a code. You don't lose with co. Yeah. They both win. Yeah, you definitely, yeah. There, Aaron Gordon definitely should not have been a two-time or a three-time losing dunk. Yet. Those dunks that he did, was, ain't no way. Yeah, that, that those ain't are no times way. where it's like, okay, you both deserve this, like. Right. Uncultured Jay asked, oh, what's some music? You like folks don't like to d- do. Jazz is mine. I'm an Ahmad Jane, a Jamal, Duke Ellington, Oscar Peterson, Count Basie, John Coltrane. I like Coltrane. Uh, I've been uh, told I look like Duke Ellington. Less interesting, brother. Uh, you know I'm a I'm a neo soul. I'm a a Maxwell. I'm a Michelle and DeGio cello. I'm I'm more into that genre. I'm I'm a. Not that I don't like I when I get in black car, I put it on the grooves. Mm-hmm. I like the old stuff. Yeah. I just like to mellow out. I just want to relax. And I feel like if this new rap, they get me all up tight. i will be all, i be on edge. <laughs> I, I think what if they maybe want to throw up one <laughs> up? Don't give you a book. Yeah,
3: like I uh what's so funny is when I'm shooting, when I'm shooting, I listen to R&B. Right, okay. I'm 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 Alicia Keys and Aaliyah type of R&B. Right, okay. I'm, I'm Mary J. Blige, right. so yes. I listen to that R&B while I'm putting shots. Mm-hmm. I can black out like when I'm listening to like the Tupac and all that. That has to be performing time. But when I'm just trying to just mellow out and just concentrate, I got I got R&B. Like
1: I, my I got R&B playlist. Right. Yeah, that's I mean that's that's the kind of the music like I said, Maxwell, Michelle Indeghior Cello, like the Neo Soul stuff, like just yeah. the uh I just I just want to relax. Yeah. You know, I just want to I just want to relax. Uh Anthony Hamilton. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. I mean I listened to a lot of Anthony Hamilton. Um music soul child, yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Laney Ray asks, hey guys, great show. I took a great nap tonight for science. I'm just curious if either of you took a nap today. Did Ash take one as well? Hell, Ash didn't wake up till noon, so she should better not take no nap. <laughs> Hell, she didn't wake up till noon West Coast time. <laughs> Hell yeah, I took a nap. I woke up today, Gil, ate, went back to sleep, took a shower. Like, you know what? I'm bored. I'm gonna take another nap. Uh, yeah. My uh, nap
3: is usually around like soon as uh soon as Gil's arena is over with, I I go, I take a nap. Right? right? for the most part, I'm up at four four a m, right. right? So I'm already up at four. So by the time Gill's arena is over with, I'm ten hours into the day already. Wow. So my best my best sleep is is my
1: nap. Yeah, see I can't I'm a restless sleeper. So anything I hear I'm up, oh, yeah. Yeah, I can hear a rat peeing on cotton. I'm going to get up and see what's going on. <laughs> so I'm I i, can, I I'm not, you know, I, I think that has to do with, like, having dogs and stuff. Because, like, the dog barked one time. I'm up. Okay, I got to take him out. There's something going on. Okay, there's somebody. Mm. So I'm looking to grab the strap and see what's going on, see why he barked and what's going on. So I, I just, it's hard for me to just, like, to get a, I'm talking about just to sleep. I'm talking about just sleep through the night. That ain't going to happen. Yeah, I that's got, not gonna
3: happen. I can't sleep through the night. I toss and turn. But my 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 um my nap is my thing. Like like, <laughs> like oh I, like I know like Ocho said he has sex. He got his sex schedule. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Nap. I got my nap schedule. Seven days a week. Oh yeah. I got to get special attention before I go to. I got hey, Y'all know what time it is. So I got a rotation about four five that come out through the week to put me to sleep. Oh man! I know. Oh, uh, must, hey, that, okay, I'm that, still that, living the
1: life. <laughs> yeah, you. That's a, that's a, that's a great that's one. one there. That's a great one there. I can't put that on one person. Huh? That's rude. <laughs> that, that, that's too much. That's that's too much. That's too much of a load to live. You're right. I, I feel <laughs> you. Gil, I feel you. I'm. I've been a nap person ever since college. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would, you know, I would have my classes. I'd do eight to nine, nine to ten, eleven to twelve. Then I would go eat. Then I would go take a nap for like an hour and a half. Then I would get up and go do practice. And even during the league, I would go get me like 10, 15 minutes, lay on the table, go to sleep. Cause most of the time we joan and do out the day, but I needed to, I need to get me a little, a little, just close my eyes.
3: It's hard to break that it's,
1: it's It is break that habit. It is. Like people don't like, you know, like, yo, stop taking <laughs>
3: naps. Like I've tried, <laughs> I've tried just my body, like at a certain time. I know what time. Like, I know what time. I don't have I've never had an alarm clock. I've never right. an alarm clock. My body just knows it's going to shut down at a certain time. Right. When I wake up, I already know it. It's about anywhere from 3 to 4 a.m. So when yeah. I wake up, I'd already know
1: about 3 to 4 a.m. Just get up, get in the shower, and just get out the house. But you know what, Gil? Everybody knows. My team knows my schedule. Okay, Shannon, what time are you napping from? Mm -hmm. Cause that's when I got. I'm going to take meetings. I'm going to take calls, but I got to get that nap in. Mm -hmm. Cause if I don't, I'm going to get irritable. And they're not, you know, we don't want you irritable. We want you, you know, we want you at a nice calm place. Uh So I go ahead and get that nap in, even if it's only 30 minutes, Mm -hmm. that's about all I can sleep before the dogs, you know, they're at the door whining, trying to come in and get on the bed. So that's, but I got it. I got it. But Ash, uh, Laney, ready to answer your question. Ash uh, didn't take a nap today because she shouldn't have taken, taken a nap today because I had slept till noon. <laughs> Joshua Holman said, Gil, looking back at all the teams you played for, drafted in the second round to the Warriors, then the Wizards, followed by Magic and Grizzly. Do you feel your best chance to win the chip was with the Wizards?
3: No. I think my best year, my best, the best team that I played on as a group of Individuals was when I got traded to Magic. When I got traded to Magic, like talent-wise, a, a group of guys that were together as a team, right? Um, mm-hmm. You got your big man, you got your steady point guard, you got you got your shooters, right? You got your like it was a complete team. I was coming off the bench, right? Right. Um, and the the second unit, you know, I was like Russ at that time. I was the second unit. I got J.J. Reddick. I got all, you know, that was probably all around the best team that I, I had. And I was the best team to try to win a championship. And I don't think if, if we would have had a lockout, I don't think if uh, Dwight would have hurt his back. I think us coming back that next year, we could have probably, you know, did some work. I mean, Miami was going to be. You know, a hard feat, but we had Dwight,
1: right? right.
3: We had we had a Dwight down there, so right. um, that that was probably the best team that I had a chance of winning with.
1: Elijah Balto asks, "Hey guys, what are y'all thoughts on Ant if he can lead the Wolves to an eventual championship in the future, or get an MVP, and could he potentially do a KG join a big market team?" I appreciate y'all. KG didn't want to leave. KG overstayed his welcome in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. KG should have been got the hell up out of town. I just hope that's not the case for Ant-Man because KG was loyal to the soil to a fault.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, uh there's no there's no history that uh the wolves have on loyalty, right? Every all the great and good pieces they've had, they've gotten rid of them. Yes. Right. they they've gotten rid of them there's not been so this is the longest tenure you know from you know damn cat that they had so you know i don't see this this team together two years from now you know and right now this is a good wolves team yeah i mean you know i don't know what that choke did the damn the frenchman rudy Yeah, but Rudy got choked into a real player. I mean, out there double-doubling now, right? He's actually putting up points. And the fact that, like, I think he's done in the last 28 games, he then had a double-double 18 of them. As a as a third option, that is needed. And then you know your point guard steady, right? Your point guard when you're talking about like controlling something, you have a point guard who. Has never been rattled enough to get a technical foul, right? So they have the ingredients to 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 do some damage. Um, and man can get an MVP if that team is one and he's doing what he's doing. He can right. MVP in this league. But it's gonna be hard. They bigs,
1: man. The numbers nah, they, that Embiid yeah, is big, putting up. Man, I mean, and and and, and Nikola Jokic. And Giannis. I mean, now it just seemed like. I mean, even uh uh uh, what's the name? Just played tonight, Luca. 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 Give you thirty three and eight nine. And he Shea, and he ain't even. And they ain't even talking about him. Yeah, Shay, <laughs> Look what Shay doing. Yeah. Even even Tatum. Damn. Uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> Like, there's so much, there's so, like, to be honest, out of all the people we name, Wendy might have a better chance winning MVP within the next four years before Ant-Man.
1: Yeah, true. I like Ant. I like his game. I like that you you can see the work that he's put in, and you can see him get better and better every single game. You can see it. That's when you know a guy, hey, hey, a lot of times, he he ain't posted. You ain't got to post. I'll see, it in the game. I'll see it in your game. So, yeah, he put that time in.
3: And he plays he in both sides of the... Lab. He plays both sides of the... Uh, he plays both sides of the gro- I mean, we should have known from the interview when he was doing, and he was basically telling you how great he was, and his mm-hmm. the confidence that he came in with, let us know what type of player he was, and the fact that it is panning out for him. Um, and I remember he did that interview about the Warriors workout. And that, that told... That told us who he was going to be. He said he went right. to the Warriors workout and he's going hard. And they come to him, Steve Kerr, like, "Yeah, can you go a little bit harder?" Because like, so I'm going harder. He said, "Hey, Steph, S- Steph and Clay, they go at this speed. Can you go at this speed?" He said, "Man, I'm going in there trying to run. I'm running, shooting, breaking everything because I'm going at a speed I never been at before." He said, right. well, "I got back in the car. I called my. I, he said, I called my um." He said, I called my uh, trainer and said, hey, we need to go back to the drawing board. What we've been doing, ain't it? Because <laughs> if 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 I don't get picked first, Golden State ain't picking me second. Right. You know, and I'm not prepared. I'm If I wasn't prepared for the number two team, I'm not going to be prepared for a number one. So he went back to the drawing board because he understood that what he was doing
1: wasn't good enough. Wasn't good enough. Florian Carlos Suba said, the 88 first team All-NBA, Magic, MJ, Bird, Barkley, and Akeem versus 03 NBA team, Kobe, T-Mac, KG, Timmy D, and Shaq. Who wins? Hold on. You got Magic,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. MJ in the Uh backcourt, Bird, Barkley, and Akeem in the frontcourt. The 0-3 first-team All-NBA, you had Kobe and T-Mac in the backcourt. Up front, you had KG, Duncan, and Shaq. And this is 0-3 03 Shaq? O three 3 Shaq. Versus 88? 88. That, 88. that 88 MJ was on another level.
3: Yeah, that 88 MJ was on a different
1: that's level. That's the 80, that's... Uh, Kobe was...
3: Kobe wasn't that Kobe yet. I mean, he was Kobe, but he wasn't the unleashed Kobe. T-Mac, ugh. KG, Duncan, dang, they both have their they strengths and weaknesses. Um, this is that... You got the Big Shaq 2 versus Hakeem. Damn, I might have to give it to 80, 88. That'll be a good one. I mean... Okay, you don't really. Have, I mean, you you have you have shooting in bird, and that's it. Magic can shoot a lick. Eighty eight Jordan didn't shoot threes like that. Barkley, undersized, but he's very athletic. I mean, with Kobe, T Mac from the outside, Duncan at the mid post. Uh, I'm gonna go with eighty eight because I think uh, the two thousand three clashes a lot because Duncan and Shaq need that same right block. And, and KG. all oh, you got to be bases. Yeah, so you have three guys who want the same side. So that would be a clash. Barkley just did what Barkley did. So
1: uh, I'm going to give it to 88. That'd be a good one. I mean, wow. I mean, sometimes, I mean, you go back and you look at the teams and you look at like um, Barkley making it, Malone not making it. Mm-hmm. Malone making it, Barkley not making yeah. it. I mean, because you know Bird, Bird was going to get one of those first teams. Yeah. So basically, Bird, because once Jordan broke through, you're like, okay, Jordan gonna make it every year. So okay, Bird, and, I mean Jordan Magic gonna be the backcourt. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, who, who? I mean, cause you got a King, you got David Robinson, you got Patrick Ewing. Those are your bigs. Yeah. So you kind of rotate those guys, whoever have the best season. But you know, kind of like Bird Magic and uh, uh, MJ. They on the first team. You only got two spots. Yeah, see, and I think what's throwing it off is
3: on this one that KG Duncan. Yes. Because you don't have a real true three. Nope. Nope. You don't have a real true three man there to to, to go at Bird, right? So really Bird would just be playing in the post against KG, who's not aggressive enough to
1: take advantage of this. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to give it to 88. That'd be a great matchup, Shaq. I wonder what Shaq think. Shaq, what you think? I mean, Shaq, 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 Shaq. I mean, that that Shaq, right? That Shaq will bust that
3: young Hakeem ass, right? Because this ain't the this ain't the MVP Hakeem right here in '88.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Nah, this ain't the 88. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is this but goes he, back to Shaq advantage. He better he better have his lungs though, because this this Hakeem right here I mean, yeah, running all day. So, but hey. But this th- this
3: was thin minutes though. This one this one looked like he weighed about two twenty. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> but that dream hey that dream shake though. Yeah, that move. Yeah, they- but it's been it it's it been a good matchup. But like I said, man, Magic Bird, MJ, Barkley, Larkin, T Mac, Kobe, KG, Tim Duncan, and Shaq. Yeah, they got the size. The all three got the size. No, yeah, they 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 have
3: the size. They don't have the. They have the athleticism. Oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just KG, Duncan, Shaq just clashing. They're just, just going to
1: clash. All right. Get back up here to the top. Please make Urban, sure you hit uh, that. Bird can't bully anybody, but he was crafty enough to. He crafty. He just crafty. All, he want, all he wants is enough separation to hit that step back in your ass It'd be hard on a, it'd be hard on that seven footer, but you know it's yeah, yeah. Please make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you hit the subscribe button, and make sure you uh, subscribe to the Nightcap podcast feed. You can get it through Club Shay, Shay, but Nightcap does have its own podcast feed. You can also like and subscribe to Gills Arena channel on YouTube. The show airs Monday through Thursday live eleven thirty a.m. Pacific, two thirty Eastern. That's a Monday through Friday, eleven thirty a.m. Pacific, two thirty Eastern. Uh, I'm your favorite sports uncle, Shannon Sharp. We've also pinned Shea by Laporte at the top of the chat. Make sure you go out and get a bottle for you or someone that you love. We want to thank our special guest, our extra addition to Nightcap with the hey, basketball say, edition. Hey, hey, uh, my DM's been up, baby. Hey, hey, uh, my, hey, the face. I see my
3: face on the list. You look at the air, that's it, that's you
1: what's up. Like, hey, man, I'm on, I'm with Unc now, man. <laughs> Nah, you got to put that away. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Nightcap Basketball Edition. I'm your favorite sports Unc, Shannon Sharp. He's your favorite number zero Arizona Wildcat legend, Gilbert Arenas. Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, like see you tomorrow, way, guys. Thanks, Gil.